Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Three, two. God damn it. I wish I could count down a rocket ship going off. I'd be so good at it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's the intro now. <laughs> Three, two, one, go. Welcome to Only Stupid Answers, the best dang podcast you could put your moist little ears into. DJ yes. Wildridge, mm-hmm. host of the podcast, Sam Basher, other host of the podcast. Yes. These are the two boys that talk about movies. Yes. TV shows. That's correct. Comic books, uh-huh. video games. Yes. And gosh dang it, gang, we try to do our god dang best. And this mm-hmm. week, uh, everybody's out doing their goddamn best, and by everybody we mean brands because mm-hmm. they're at Comic Con trying to sell, 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 and they've got a bunch sell, of sell, new, sell, sell, sell. new movies, new TV shows, new toys, all coming right at you. And we want to talk about it, but also we want to talk about something really specific today. Yes, mainly because we're recording this Friday, and nothing cool's been announced yet. <laughs> so we want to talk about trailers. Excuse me, Discord. Mutant you over there, mm-hmm. which, oh, guess, yes, I'm on Discord. DJ, wait, what? You're on Discord as oh, well. Yes. You, you go to patreon.com slash only stupid answers. You can be a part of our Discord as well. As low as $5 dues a month. You get a, a month audio podcast. You're getting all kinds that's of That's basically goodies. a buck a week, you crazy people. Come on. That is. If you think of it that way, that's pretty good. Yeah. That's a good, I should measure things more, more yeah. like that. A buck a week. That's less than coffee, right? Because like coffee's like 16 bucks or that something. You crazy. always got to measure by coffee. Everyone has yeah. to measure by coffee. It's that many cup of coffees a day. Do, do, do you know how many coffees? Measure this by how cups of coffee. How much is one cigarette? That's not fun. Based on coffees. Based on coffee. <laughs> how many coffees is this one cigarette? Let me get this composition book. There's a conversion table in the back. Mm-hmm. I'll figure it out. But no, gang, Tell us in metric. There you go. But gang, <laughs> patreon.com. We have a new show right now called Oh. Yes. AWW Anime We Watch. We recently have decided to dive into the anime genre, the medium, and we're trying to explore it as best we can. We've watched a series. We started out with My Hero Academia. And yes, I'm almost done with it. We only were supposed to review two episodes, and we went but up to Sam's seven. In. And now I'm three seasons in. I'm going to watch the movies soon. You best believe I'm going to, and I'm going to report back. Maybe I'll save the movie because we might review it. We could maybe it's do not that. A bad one, idea. That we could maybe it's do not that. Not a bad idea. It's so good. And this week we just did Akira. Mm-hmm. Akira, however you want to say it. And boy, is it different! <laughs> it is so, so, so different yeah. from My Hero Academia. Powers aren't as fun in the Akira universe. No, they look cool, <laughs> yeah. but boy, they're not as fun. They're nightmares. And we. We had a bunch of special guests from our Patreon on our producers, as well as our fifteen dollars tier is has a raffle where you can actually join us and send us your reviews, and you get to be on the show. It's a blast, and you can see little trailers on YouTube.com/slash/OnlySupidAnswers. Go to Might Be Awesome for our, all of our other content, gang. We're doing a lot right now. Make sure you just follow it all at OnlySupidAnswers on Twitter. You got the bell from stupid, or it might be social everywhere else. There's a lot of places to keep track. So I was zoning out because I was thinking about how it just I, I think I always pronounced. Akira differently, like every time. I do too. And it's like I need I need to commit to a pronunciation, even if it's the wrong no, one. No, 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 no. Yeah. Switch it up. It makes life. It's, yeah. it's the spice of life. It's just because you don't want to be yelled at. Huh? You know what I mean? It's all I, just because you don't want to be yelled at, dude. You, you, know? you can do everything right in life, and you get yelled at regardless. I know. Bum, bums me out. I you know you like driving. You know. Yeah. I don't want to get into the anecdote. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, you know, driving. You've you driven. Know, You've use, driven before. Use your anecdotes at home to my favorite what I i've got no say. i got i remember one time you were with me in the car we were we were so we were in the carpool lane and that means that in your in this situation in the carpool lane you didn't get the metered light and the person in front of us didn't understand that so they were just sitting there waiting for the light and it's like you need to because it's not gonna go because you're in the carpool lane so it doesn't care about you mm-hmm. so i honked and then he flipped me off mm-hmm. and then he was like no you were you were in the wrong it's not what sometimes you know sometimes you do something to make somebody angry. You have to you pause and you're like, How was it maybe? No, you were in the wrong in that situation. You needed to go. Mm-hmm. I forgot why we need an anecdote. And during your anecdote, which was delightful, <laughs> Thank you. I did work reverse engineer back to what I meant. Point and is, I want to I want to pronounce Akira correctly. And I think <laughs> I'm just, just going to go with the straight. Like my wife sometimes will try to get me to say something with the correct. Uh, Spanish per, like pronunciation and then she's just realized my aggressive American accent just will not do it and mm-hmm. so she's just 
uh, acquiesced. Mm-hmm. You, you try. Hey, you know what? Try your best. Yeah. And uh, do it with a heart full love and a pocket full of dreams. Mm-hmm. And with that. <laughs> so today what we're going to talk about, as Sam pointed out, when we record these episodes, Comic-Con happens at a weird time. That's over the weekend, which really I guess is convenient for when we record. Exactly, they should have asked us. So we're going to be talking about we, what we have gotten a lot of already, and we will be getting more of uh, our trailers. And we haven't really talked about trailers, but there's a science to it. Oh yeah, All right. they're really hard. It's there's a whole field of marketing that's specifically for this. They are hard to edit. It's hard to boil down all uh, cool moments from a movie while saving stuff for people to go see the film, but also tell people what your story is and maybe yeah. some interesting twists and turns that you could see in the film. It's difficult, and we want to dive into the good, the bad, the ugly, and the confusing because there's uh, so much to talk about when it comes to this. But uh, yes, also if you guys wouldn't mind a five star review on iTunes, that's it for yeah, ads. that's it. So um, <laughs> that's going- enough for business. That's that's enough for business. Before one more thing, can we do one more thing for business? No, actually, no. Let's get into what what we're into. There you go. Yeah, yeah. that's not business. What that's are fun. you What are you into this week? Um, my Hero Academia has been a blast and a half. Also, just I'll do these quick because we want to talk about a lot of trailers. Um, yeah. I also found out. Now I knew this, but I know Steam. I I forgot that Steam is on MacBooks, but I know that the games are limited yeah. but then i was like i want to play portal 2 man i wish i had a pc to play portal I'm like wait a valve game steam valve the company that makes steam wouldn't put their own games available on all platforms so i went and looked it's like yeah you can play it on a macbook and in about let's say one hour i beat portal the first yeah, one and i downloaded because it, it was more 2. like a, a bonus game than its own because it was, it was packaged with with half-life 2 for consoles oh yeah and then fortnite which i was not able to crack uh, no, not Fortnite. Fortress, Sorry, Fortress uh, Two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. But you're not wrong. Mm-hmm. Also, it's very you get Overwatch vibes. You get your Fortnite vibes yeah. from like Fortress Two. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Man, that that game got a crazy following. Yeah. And also, you have your Half Life games in there as well. You know what? Or you know, what? shout out to Portal and Portal Two mainly mm-hmm. because it was just a concept of like, could we do this mechanic in a game and then you built the whole game around it's it? It's a bummer we haven't gotten more because it's so accessible. I'm, like I know I played Portal Two with my wife. She loved it. Let's put it out. Let's put this out there really yeah. quick. What I've heard through the grapevine and through like you know you talk and shop with people yeah yeah think about this you make one game you put all that all the crunch and all the visual effects and all the storyboarding and all this all this garbage you're paying for but then you make basically the Netflix of games Mm -hmm. and then you make all of the money from from that and you do Steam sales and Mm -hmm. you can any platform game is on there and anyone can play it anywhere in the world and you realize you make way more money from doing that than making your own games Yeah, and so you just keep doing the thing that makes money but the studio there was a little startup that created Portal that, that got sucked into that whole world why don't they just make one I think they're gone. <laughs> I think they got sucked oh, up, and I think they're no. gone. Then they got gobbled up. Portal Two is so good. It is, man. and also that introduced me to the voice talent and the also, acting talent of Stephen Merchant. Yes, and then you realize, oh, that's the voice of the guy who created the Office, and like my whole brain exploded. Yeah, up. and then also um, Gladys is still one of the greatest antagonists in any video game ever, and she's so funny. And Portal Two, they got a few more writers, and they made her. Her snark is just top it's top amazing. notch. Also, Cave Johnson, but it's even in there in the first in that in that first game, and there's the song at the end and everything, and apologizing that that the cake isn't real. Mm-hmm. It is though. Oh yes, right. It is and real. Then, and then oh, and then they give you the friend cube at the end. Yeah, the yeah. companion. Cube. The companion. Sorry, cube. I just played it. I got all I got all the verbiage. I do. There's so much to love about that. Cave Johnson is one of my all time favorite roles of J.K. Simmons. Yeah. It is just J. Jonah Jameson, but if he mm-hmm. instead of running a a paper company he's yeah. now a paper company yeah. newspaper now he's running a basically uh spacex yeah or the equivalent of it whoops yeah <laughs> it's fantastic i mean i don't need to recommend a game that's almost 10 years old it's portals over 10 years old now but if you've never played it it's delightful and it will take you zero time also if you're just fans of puzzles i like puzzles and yeah. i and it's a great pu- it's almost a perfect puzzle game oh yeah it is it it, it, it makes you feel smart even though you're Fixing things, you're you're solving things that aren't that mm-hmm. difficult. But yeah. it, the reward center of your brain does a good job mm-hmm. making you feel smart about this. Before we go any further, before I talk about what I'm into, I want to tell you a little something about our pals at Wix because we would not have a website, OnlyStupidAnswers.com, or MightBeAwesome.com without Wix because I don't know coding. Okay, <laughs> are you kidding me? No, we wouldn't have the dang clothes on our back if it wasn't for Wix.com. People. 
yeah, people go to school for coding. I don't, I can't do that. But fortunately, over 140 million people use Wix for their website. And I am one of those people when it came to making our websites. You can start and publish for free. You can choose from over 500 stunning templates to start or start from scratch. You can change, customize, and add anything you want. Add your own text, images, videos, and more. It's a drag and drop feature. Which yes, please and thank you. Yeah, numbers go backwards for me. I can't. I can't. Code. Exactly. You can get hundreds of design features and apps to grow your brand online, including video backgrounds, galleries, menus, forms, lists, buttons, social bars, clip art, strips, and more. All sites include built-in SEO tools, and everything is automatically optimized for any device, desktop or mobile. That's the best. God dang it! I made so many websites when I was 15 years old that when I tried to load it up on my phone, it, it bricked it. Yeah, it didn't do. Great. I was bad at coding. I told you numbers go backwards for me. So get the tools you need to create the website you want and to have access to all of those tools. Everything Wix has to offer, we have something to offer you. One, a compliment. You look great today. But two, you can get started at Wix.com. That's W-I-X.com/podcast to get 10 percent off. Everything Wix has to offer. One more time, get started today at Wix.com, W-I-X.com, slash podcast to get 10% off. And gang, once again, you're looking great today. Hey, go get some sun, drink some water, take a deep breath, and go to Wix.com slash podcast for 10% off. Now back to the show. So I've been picking up a few comics this week. Got to check out... um Silver Surfer Black, and God I gotta tell it, you, it's, it's one of my favorite depictions of Ego. If you met him in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two, uh, his depiction in Silver Surfer Black is basically pitch perfect because it's it's it, transcendentally surreal. Like his eyes are moons. It's so good. Trad Moore is the artist. Yeah, Trad Moore is amazing. Trad Moore, um, I oh, I'm gonna blank on the com- his breakout comic. Dang it, he got started on an indie comic. Um, and you guys are going to eat me alive for not. Don't worry, I'm doing the work. I'm doing some research um, for you. But in Marvel, he did. Um, he introduced uh, the Robbie Rodriguez Ghost Rider. He was the artist on that. Cool. Um, because it's incredibly difficult in comics to do car chases. It's hard to visualize that. But he is so incredibly good at, and it's something that is on display in Silver Surfer, displaying momentum and speed um, and giving you a sense of movement that he was perfect for the Robert. It was one of those, like, I was picking up that comic and then he left as the artist. I'm like, oh, well, no, I'm, picking up, I'm not picking up the comic anymore. I mean, recently he did Leviathan. He was in the art for that that big monster book. Or he oh, is, yeah, Luther Strode. Right, there you go. Legend of Luther Strode. That was his breakout book. Very cool. Um, and, yeah, so he's doing this with Donny Cates, and that's good. Uh, Jimmy Olsen is hilarious and delightful, and I really is... A, as a longtime Superman fan, if you told me, like, spin-off book of Lois Lane and Jimmy Olsen, I'm like, ah, fine. No. They, they not only is it good that they have it, but it's a good showcase of why these characters deserve it. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I mean, it, not Lois, but Jimmy has basically been uh, non-existent for Superman for the past, like, what, 10 years? Yeah. Like, he's, and, and for good reason. He's yeah. a dad now. He's not living. You know, he's got, he's got other priorities. Can't hang out with his drinking well, buddy no more. Superman. Jimmy Ol- oh, Superman. I Superman Jimmy Olsen. I'm like, maybe. No, a lot of continuity Jim- changes have happened recently. Jimmy Olsen's between the ages of 14 and 32. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that class, it's the, same, it's the same age range that Peter Parker's kind of stuck in. It's like that kind of like evergreen, young-ish uh, uh, situation. But it's it's very funny. It's a, I, and I, by the way, uh, maybe I missed this because picking up both action and Superman is the new owner of the Daily Planet, the head of the underground. Crime? I don't remember when because that that's happened. her, right? Because recently Lex Luthor was the owner. That is her. Yeah. And so I don't know when that switchover happened, but that's okay because I'm on board with that. I like that idea. Yeah. Of, like the you know evil just the interaction and, and the she idea looks of, like, cool too. Oh, and, by, and the apartment owner uh, in, in in Gotham. And it's like oh man, they got this over in Coast Coast City gets blown up a lot. They got this over here, uh, Gotham. We got bats. And we got bats. <laughs> yeah, 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 and it's so funny. It's like you got to pay daily to yeah, stay yeah, yeah. there. You can do two weeks. So. Yeah, yeah, don't get murdered. Don't get. Wow, murdered. what a nightmare. But it's cool. Like uh, there's the little like what other adventures have Jimmy been on? And there's this little montage they've been using to advertise it. And it's like oh, I love that. I love that he's just this goof. Like they did a couple years ago. They did that Powerless series of like a comedy. It's like oh this. You should just do a Jimmy Olsen show with all the. If you were normal, because it, it, it's a great picture. What if you were the normal guy that hangs out with Superman? You'd get all the weird shit. You'd be left because Superman gets to know what's going on. You're just reacting. He turns into a turtle in this issue. That's a cla- I mean, by accident. Yeah, by accident. But that's a classic throwback to the Silver Age. That was a that was a running gag in the Silver Age comics of what would what crazy thing would Jimmy Olsen turn into this week? They make a joke of it in All Star Superman. I do like the 
whenever they reset up a scene, it's always like the something something yeah, Jimmy Olsen. Olsen. They uh, they do a little preamble of yeah. where we're at emotionally for everybody. Matt Fraction is. I, I'm glad that that um, this is this is why you pay Brian Bendis the big bucks because he's not just writing Superman like. I have to imagine he was instrumental in getting Greg Rucka on Lois Lane and getting Matt Fraction on Jimmy Olsen and everything going on with Event Leviathan. And it's just this whole reinvigoration of Superman and his supporting cast. And it reminds you if you forgot. And because it's easy to forget. It's easy to get caught up in the big S and the flying around and the punching things. And if you forget that, like, part of Superman's appeal is a supporting cast. And this is why these characters matter. And this is why they've endured for so long. And this is what, if you get the bet, and it's a great example of don't follow characters, follow writers. Like I don't give, I don't give a, I don't care about this whole year of the villain thing. Not on board, but I saw that Mark Russell's writing the Riddler one, the Riddler year of the villain one shot. It's like, well, damn it. Now I'm picking it up. Let me know how it is. Yeah. I, Cause it's, I, he's, he's just between wonder twins and second coming and a whole host of other things. It's like, yeah, I'm on board. Man, Second Coming. Can I just pitch that one again? We talked about it last week as yeah. what we're into because it came out last week. But yeah. I read the the back page that you recommended and yeah. him talking about his perspective on telling this specific story and what superheroes can represent yeah. for us, but also how we visualize violence and his interpretation of Jesus and what he represents to how the, what the world could be like yeah. and how we could interact with each other in different ways Cause it's easy and with solve a, problems. Yeah, it's easy with a book like that to focus on the religious as- aspect because obviously that was a controversy, but it is what it's saying about superhero comics too, I think is pretty meaningful. Because it's all it's it's criticizing it, but at the same time you understand it. You yeah. understand what it's, it is. It's more of like, I associate it with what Grant Morrison did with X-Men where he's like, hey, let's update this a little bit. <laughs> let's, let's shake out the cobwebs and bring this into the 21st century because a lot of these... Um, we've been reviewing anime for all on patreon.com slash only stupid answers. A lot of these genres get stuck in their traditions. Let's check it out. Let's, let's, and, and I think you're in a good opportunity. I mean, Vertigo kicked that book off, but like with what DC's doing, and it, it, they seem more open to updating this stuff and seeing what can be done with it. And I think it's, I think it's why like a creator like Grant Morrison has found a more stable home there than he did it. You know, he did X-Men at Marvel and then they kind of booted him off, and then they kind of rebooted everything he did and just moved on. You know what I mean? But they um, still really high, hold it in high regard. Well, thankfully, creators like Jason Aaron came in and it's like, actually, characters like Phantom X are awesome, and this is awesome, and we're going to keep these things. And But anyway, point. long story short, follow, find creators you like, follow those creators, be willing to check out new stuff because that's how you find new creators that you like. Um, but if you're like <laughs> Jimmy Olsen's, like, yeah, but you see Matt Fraction's name. Mm-hmm. It's worth checking out. Superman's pal, Jimmy Olsen. Speaking of Superman. Yeah. It's a good little mm-hmm. segue. Thank God you brought it back around because I was going to do it anyways. Yeah. But talking about Superman, we wanted yes. to talk about trailers. Comic-Con is your home for everything nerdy. And a couple of years back, uh, Zack Snyder was attached to doing a Man of Steel movie. And you're mm-hmm. like, oh, my sweet baby Christ. Is mm-hmm. this Dark Knight for Superman? Because that pitch sounds super duper cool. That's the, what they were going for. That's what they're going for. Yeah. And then we got the first... Uh, a couple trailers and I think it's trailer number three for Man of Steel and since we want to focus on trailers today that trailer still to this day gives me chills it is yeah. Hans Zimmer's score with the visuals of Zack Snyder I want to pull up his cinematographer to yeah, really yeah, quick yeah. because that he definitely is to thank for a lot of the visuals that we see in that film and I and there's a perfect mix of he, he, unlike Dark Knight you understand that with a Superman story it has to be big it has to be bold and while it is grounded we are talking about Superman the yeah. epitome of all superhero comics that has every superpower and that, 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 that. And it was interesting because it had a very uh, Terrence Malick vibe to it um, in the way it was shot with the farm stuff. I remember, um, yeah, it, it just is a longtime Superman fan. You want that. I don't know. We've, we've Batman's benefited from, he's got so many iconic takes going from you know, Batman animated series, uh, Tim Burton's Batman, the Christopher Nolan Batman's that each one feels definitive and growing up, I never really felt like we've got the Christopher Reeve Superman, but at that one, it, that one was kind of a throwback in its own time. You know what I mean? It was kind of like homaging like a simpler time. Um, and ever since then, it's like, we're, you know, Superman the Animated Series is great, but it doesn't feel, it feels like a spinoff of Batman the Animated Series. You know what I mean? It, it doesn't feel as definitive. And so I was like, man, maybe this is it. Maybe this is the definitive Superman. And it's not. But we just because we were talking about trailers earlier today, which is what kind of spun off this conversation, uh, went back and pulled up the old Watchmen trailer 
Um, and uh, boy, it got me excited. Yeah, I remember watching it on Apple trailers. That website is still around, and yeah. you can go watch stuff there. But I remember I pulled it up. I was like, I don't know. I didn't know what it was. Yeah. And I'm just like, yeah, I'm on board with because this. Because it, it has that Smashing Pumpkins song. I think it's the end is the beginning is the end. There's another version of it. It's the beginning is the end of the beginning. Classic. One of those versions of it. <laughs> Easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, I know that I don't like that movie. Like, it looks beautiful, but it's not what I want from a Watchmen movie. And watching the trailer, like, you just feel this, like, tingle. Like, wow, this is... Something special's going on here. No! It's not! It's just a great... You know what? Well, to break it down a little bit for people who do like it, you know, when it comes to filmmaking and the technical side of everything and what they pulled off, it is groundbreaking. Yeah. Then you watch the movie and it's it's pretty hollow. And especially if you're... And not to be... I'm not traditionally one of those, like, well, the book is better. But it misses... It misses the point. We've talked about it before. But But anyway, and so that's that's kind of the, the thing. But that's... For me, that is my relationship with Zack Snyder movies. Mm-hmm. Is the trailer comes out, and it's like, wow. Starting with 300, because I was... 300's trailer set me up for disappointment. I saw that trailer, and I'm like, this is going to be amazing. And then all the best fights, they, they released a featurette on like MTV of the 300 fighting the, the undead soldier. Whatever, the, they had a name. The mm-hmm. Undying or whatever. That's the only good fight in that movie. And then the rest of it is like a slow montage of like a guy throws a spear in a rhinoceros. We don't see the fight with rhinoceros. We just see him throw a spear into one. And that has been my – every time a trailer comes out, I'm like, oh, maybe this is it, man, because this trailer is so amazing. And then you see the movie it's like oh, underwhelming, which is why it's so silly like with, with all this the Snyder Cut thing. Like what do you – you already got Man of Steel. You already got Batman v Superman. Those were okay. – I mean they, they've got their moments. But like what do you think is going to come out of a Zack Snyder – uh, oh. Justice League cut that doesn't even really exist mm-hmm. because the like I I wonder if any of these people asking for the Snyder cut saw that extended footage or the reaction to the extended footage in Avengers Endgame because it might exist in that sense where there's animatics. Mm-hmm. Remember, oh yeah, everybody was so excited for that Endgame Re-release. extra scene. Yeah, and then those same people like they even said Marvel was even like, hey, but it's an unfinished scene. Yeah, it's just just a little extra thing, and people were livid. Mm-hmm. That's that's what there's. So if no wonder Warner Brothers hasn't released that because if they released it, then people would be well. Why aren't the effects finished? Because we're not going to spend the money. Done. Yeah, yeah the, the movie didn't done. make money. It's mm-hmm. not going to make any more money. Get out of here. Yeah. Hey, I uh, found out a lot more about the Snyder Cut stuff this week. Release the Snyder Cut, and I got pretty livid. And I wanted to talk about it on here, but the more I think about it, the more angry i get about sometimes you need it. a little because distance to, the, and yeah uh, i know that there's a billboard at, or like a i guess it's like a billboard it's yeah. a it's like a bus stand thing that they have up at comic-con right now and i Dumb. don't i don't not just that mm-hmm. i don't like it's now associated with a charity which is i'll put this out there it's good that out of this yeah. they've raised money for something that does matter yeah good and then after that, I don't. Everything about it feels very gross yeah. and uh, delusional. So yeah. after that, uh, that's all I'm gonna say. So good on you for doing a char- charitable thing that you yeah. raise money that w- way more money than I thought you guys were going to. But then after that, I don't like it. That being said, yeah. that's over. Um, I did want to. Zack Snyder trailers have always tricked me. Sucker Punch, oh. another great example. Those, those trailers for Sucker Punch is dope. And speaking of DC movies that have tricked you, Danny M in the chat, the Suicide Squad trailer in 2016 was everything. Both trailers. The dark one, yeah. even though we that was the point when everyone started realizing people were using slower pop songs mm-hmm. as, as a dramatic beat. Or same yeah. thing in horror movies. Yep. Even though in like Us, for example, I got five on it. That was hilarious yeah. because the score they put behind it uh, was both creepy and yeah. all of a sudden it's stuck in your head. And Trump Peel, like, even though I think that movie's weaker than Get Out, it's like, you know, you're okay. Yeah. You're, you're in safe hands. It's fine. Um, <laughs> but uh, with Suicide Squad, both trailers, where you get like that laugh for the first time, you're like, this, this Joker could be something really cool. Yeah. And you just see, besides the joke that we get of, what are we, some kind of Suicide Squad? <laughs> Hilarious, by the way. That was meant to be something serious. Yeah. I love the visuals that you got from that movie and the use of music in that. And also, when they used Bohemian Rhapsody to do the faster pace trailer, when yeah. they realized that that was also a pause, not even reflecting on how the movie turned out, that trailer was also a ball because you saw that, like, oh, these are a lot of eclectic villains coming together. Yeah. They're they're crazy or they're unhinged or they're dangerous and they all get to be, they're all shoved together and they have to be heroes. I yeah. I think that's it, the part of that was super appealing, and it, and it plays to that same thing. Plays to the even though that's not a Zack Snyder movie, it plays to that same Zack Snyder strengths in that 
it, the cast is strong across the board. I think going to a Zack Snyder movie, almost always I find the cast to be really solid and really well, the people that are chosen to fill those roles to be well chosen. And it looks great. All the costumes in Suicide Squad look cool. Mm-hmm. Margot Robbie is clearly, like, there's, there, there's a reason as they're kind of like, shedding some of that that somebody like margot robbie is staying around because she was a highlight you know what i mean um and she she brought a lot to harley quinn and i'm very excited to see her in birds of prey um and that stuff makes cool trailers mm-hmm. that birds of prey trailer by the way looks really cool the little featurette that we got yeah it's not Two even seconds. really yeah. a trailer it's just kind of like whatever uh, and it, it's a costume it, test yeah <laughs> and but it's cool and by the way a big fan of that where it's like if they know it well, the way it feels like because they did the same thing with joker it's like, hey, we're going to be shooting stuff that paparazzi people are definitely going to get photos of. Let's release this now costume test first. And it, it, it has worked both times. It's gotten people like, actually, oh, this might be really cool. And you know what? We're kind of on a DC trend right now. But I will. I did want to also throw in there, I think Shazam does a really good job with its trailers. Because it was using pop music to kind of reflect like this is a younger, this is a younger character that we're dealing with. Yeah. But at the same time, it leaned hard into the fact that like, yeah, it's big, but it's super. you become Superman. You don't become Tom Hanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, that's such a such a fun take to have on yeah. this character. And I can't believe I've never thought that before when I saw the character. I don't know why that never clicked in my brain. But when it's so beautiful when simple ideas like that like line up for some people and they're able to share that. Yeah. Um, and I think the Shazam trailers do a really good job showing you like this is a fun movie. Yeah. And it's not fun in this. We get, we, we've done these like think pieces and discussions when it talks about DC being like the MCU. Throw that out for a second. Yeah. It just wanted to show you that like we can have a lot of fun with these characters that you already know. And guess what? You don't know Shazam so we get to tell it however we want. And it's wish fulfillment to the uh, to the uh, 20th uh, times 20 or whatever. And it's, that's all it's about. He barely fights the villain. Like they, they fight the villain at the end but that's not really what the movie's about. Mm-hmm. I, I And I will say that I think um, I, maybe in some ways DC's Rocky start was a blessing in disguise because it forced them into instead of now they're in a position instead of focusing so much on the universe like please for the love of god just make movies that people like and will make us money mm-hmm. <laughs> and so you get stuff like aquaman and wonder woman and shazam and theoretically birds of prey and now this joker movie that's not even connected that it's just like just do please just for the love of god do a good job wonder woman uh i think their trailers were okay but you didn't you intentionally didn't watch the last trailer they put out it was called yeah. and it was to imagine dragons warrior and it was so well edited it was yeah. they did such a good job utilizing the slow-mo that was featured a lot in the movie yeah um which some people didn't like i i, I dug i think i thought it worked it. there yeah, yeah i thought it worked but in the trailer they did such a good job because this song is a it's called warrior yeah. it, it works out really well i think they uh, speaking of mtv that's when they premiered it nice and then they even showed more of the action of her moving at like faster speeds and showing her like power yeah it did such a good job highlighting that but also you know what since we're talking about blockbusters i think uh uh, avengers infinity war for me Mm -hmm. did a really good job highlighting um that like this is desperate this is a desperate attempt of we even though we've got 20 million heroes now thanos is the real he's the he is the end game yeah you know whatever before we even knew we didn't even know they didn't even know yet yeah they didn't even said the words Uh -uh, Mm -hmm. they didn't know um but i i thought that the final trailer we got for that film, if you look up like Avengers Infinity War trailer number two, yeah. there the a lot of the sound cues they use in that, it felt dynamic. And I think with that, look at any Edgar Wright trailer. I think anything when it when it ta- when they use a director that has a very specific eye, it yeah. really helps the trailer department to like come up with New things to do, like uh, and and an opposite of that, Hobbs and Shaw. The trailer that came out was super fun, but they yeah. do show basically the whole movie in that. Well, it's funny because it used to be back in the day. There, I think before we were so spoiler phobic, which I'm, I, I'm Good not forced, but yeah, yeah. yeah, it's it's just whatever. Uh, don't just don't yell at people about it. It's pointless. <laughs> um, but um, you know, you look at old trailers, and it's basically like, hey, here's the. Here it is. Here's the deal. I do miss, I am old enough to miss the days where you might not know about a movie until you were sitting in the theater and the lights would go down and a trailer would come up and you're like, wait, this is happening? That was always a cool experience that we don't get anymore. In- oh, especially now, not even for the job I have. Like, there's just no... There's no way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to, I have to know about things. Before we get off the Marvel train, I will say... Um, and, and you know what? Maybe this is a good example of trailers as, too as what... What gets your blood pumping? Because I know for like Endgame, the first trailer, I was like, it emphasized the stuff that I didn't care about in Infinity War. It's like, well, all the snap. It's like, I know it's going to get fixed. Then the second trailer where you finally have Cap and Tony like... 
Hey, hey are we going to do this? Like, oh, this excites me. Mm-hmm. And that aspect of the movie was my favorite. These just these characters getting them back in a room together. Not just those two, but the, we're getting the team back together. We're all on the same page because we got to be way on board. Another amazing trailer. And this is it's normally I'd be like, so, you know, if you ask me about the Thor Ragnarok trailer, it's like it's a bummer. We had to have, but it's a bummer we knew about Hulk before because it would have been cool in the movie. Reverse of that, watching that Civil War trailer that ends with Spider-Man because we already knew he was in the movie, seeing that moment where he comes out, even just as a tiny video on the screen, it's like, that's super exciting. Super exciting. Mm-hmm. That, and, it, and it delivered in the movie. It did, because yeah. that wasn't his first scene, and yeah, I yeah. did appreciate that they didn't show that. Yeah, yeah. Didn't the queen scene. Yeah, 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 yeah. One of the coolest reveals ever, because you kind of forget about it a little bit. Yeah, because like, there's so much that's happening in the movie. you got mm-hmm. Black Panther, and at that point, their whole attack. and it's it just terrorist so attack yeah. before that. <laughs> that when, then the whole fight when Winter Soldier gets activated, and Tony doesn't have a suit, and Black Panther's fighting without the suit, all that stuff, which you forget how scary Winter Soldier is in that universe. <laughs> I, I do. Uh, he's such You go back character. and watch Winter soldier and support you're like oh this guy's a nightmare actually but then so you forget about it and then the whole introduction in queens and i still think that whole sequence is my favorite peter parker and all of everything and all of mcu yeah it's so good it's amazing but we're getting into now we're getting to mcu talk yeah. but uh i think uh marvel's kind of hit their stride when it comes to i think their trailers are pretty solid through and through yeah even captain marvel which i i didn't dis i don't dislike that movie i had a good time watching it their trailer had me more interested than the movie did because yeah. it had that like they kind of took some cues from x files when they looked at the trailer and they mm. they had these like this like grand grandiose score uh, like similar to like a Man of Steel where it felt like oh this is yeah. she's bigger than you think that she's yeah. as of right now you don't really know what she can do she's more powerful than any other hero that you've seen on screen thus far and the use of X-Files being like it is alien she doesn't know who she is we don't yeah. know where she's coming from we don't know what she's capable of yeah. but at the same time it is alien we are dealing with literal aliens at this point and she might be one as well so it was it was a cool moment to kind of keep it you know, kind of nebulous. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm super on board with that. Also, Guardians of the Galaxy, like, uh, the the second movie, ha- I've kind of, it's kind of lost a little bit of the fanfare, even though I did enjoy watching it yeah. in theaters. The first one I still really enjoy. Both trailers uh, do a really good job utilizing music because yeah. it is such a big part of the DNA of the films. As a trailer, it gets you on board where you're like, this is something new. I And also, I think Marvel does a good job of... of Deliver, their trailers deliver like this is what the movie is I always get I, however I feel about the trailer it's like it's, it's, it is conveying to me what this movie is going to be so I will probably feel the same way about the movie you know what I mean mm-hmm. um, so like the, that once I got a better impression of those end game trailers like yeah that's, it told me what it was Black Panther was like another good example of like, hey, this is what the movie is, and then the movie was that, and that's great. You it know what delivered. I mean? Uh, it delivered on that, so they they do a good job there. I will say something I do like um, is I like the way somebody like Christopher Nolan can get away with doing their trailers, where it's very. I remember um, watching the Inception trailer, and for the way it was edited, I was convinced Joseph Gordon-Levitt was the antagonist. There almost really isn't an antagonist in that movie. Like, it's not like it gives you enough of like, hey, here's the basic premise. Here's how the movie feels. Here's who's in it. Bye bye. Interstellar (laughs) is a really good example too, because it. I mean, Dunkirk is a pretty much a it's an A plus plus trailer. Did you like Dunkirk? Yeah, yeah. I I really love the utilization of time in Dunkirk, but the trailer they use the ticking of the clock, and that's such. And it's a big part of the movie too. And it does do a good job of keeping you on a rhythm and a beat, and you're able to be like that. We know the the cursory glance knowledge we know of Dunkirk is that it's a battle we lost, and so this ticking clock is weird we know the ending of this but we don't know where our characters are going to be by the end of it i love i love that trailer yeah my only knock against dunkirk is that it was a the i think it was an indian uh soldiers from india were a big part of getting those soldiers off it's only white boys in that movie Mm -hmm. (laughs) but uh and i think they actually did a review of dunkirk probably probably we've we've been doing this for a minute i'm excited for and i like that um i like I, I like that we don't know anything really about Christopher Nolan's next movie. I think he does... Personally, I like the way he does that better than somebody like J.J. Abrams. Like, Christopher Nolan's like, oh, we're just not going to tell you. J.J. Abrams makes a spectacle out of, like, what's the mystery? What's in the box? What's the thing? It's like, God, fuck, cut that shit out, uh, You man. know what? I will tell you. Yeah. I, get, I hear you. I still eat it up because yeah. I lost Scott me for mm-hmm. six years, so I'm indoctrinated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
uh, Star Trek movies, even Into Darkness was a little su- it was subpar because yeah. it was just, you, <laughs> just messy. And also, you could have just told us it was con, but whatever. Yeah, yeah, I don't know why. You know what? They were in a between a rock and a hard place because mm-hmm. we've seen evidence that both of those saying it, and not saying it, both yeah. fail and work at the same time. A bit of a Schrodinger's cat situation. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, uh, I did want to mention that Star Wars trailers have done a pretty bang up job mm-hmm. overall from each of the films. You can that's not score, at, man. It's cheating. Oh yeah, it, <laughs> it, and you get like that like little twinkle. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Um, it, it's it is not fair. Yeah, it's super not fair. Um, I wanted to say Ready Player One for a second, but I'm like that's super not fair because they can use they use like the back yeah, of the future score. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I did want to say let's we've been talking about some goods and bads. Yeah, I want to talk about one of the worst. Okay, but uh, starting off with a positive. There was a featurette that came out from Comic-Con for Terminator Dark Fate that overall looked pretty rad. Yeah. And it's James Cameron once again being like, I sign off on this one. Yeah, just like you Fingers said crossed. for the last three or four. Seven. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the newest featurette for Dark Fate, while dumb title for the movie, yeah. this trailer did sell me more what on if, this. What if they called it Terminator 3 for real this time? The, the actual third one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the third. Just ignore the other... The other ones, yeah, same, same. Because I don't know about you, the trailer didn't. It's like that's another trailer. The first trailer, the first trailer is like, no, this is another one. But it was smart to, and again, this might be a big old trick. Having trotting out uh, Tim Miller and James Cameron and uh, Linda Hamilton, Linda Hamilton, Arnold Schwarzenegger, and having them all seem really excited, it's hard to not feel. And and they and again, like a lot of trailers, they call the cool, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger shooting the shit out of the new. Terminator and he doesn't seem phased and all that cool shit. You know yeah. what I mean? I don't know about the new characters, but overall the old characters look like they're doing some cool stuff. But boy, do they look old! No <laughs> offense, but it's just you can tell that yeah, like, time is time you're, you're going to make them do a lot of action, or we're going to see a lot of CGI to make them look faster. Yeah, and it's it's interesting too. I, they also talked about how dealing with the consequences of you, everything was a loop until the very end of Terminator Two, and that's the first time they actually changed something. And, he, and Tim Miller was like, I just felt like they never really tackled what that means. Like, the what that... And it's like, I, I don't know if this movie will, because I've heard shit like that before. But it is a good take of, like, what. so you finally change the future. What exactly does that mean? And it's it's Edward Furlong? Is that... he Was he the original... He was the original oh, John yeah, Connor? And yeah. he's coming back? And it's like, all right. Well, yeah, let's we'll, see. I mean, let's see. We'll see. And it's a lot of we'll see. But yeah. with that, I think they did a good job with that. Uh, with this featurette... But uh, Terminator Genesis, the last little outing we had for uh, the Terminator franchise, they the first trailer was like, okay, we're seeing a younger, a different character playing Sarah Connor. Yeah, there is a uh, there, Kyle Reese is back, and yeah. this is kind of confusing. And now we're getting alternate timelines, alternate which is timeline, which is a good way of trying to fix or or, or get around. Yeah, uh, not changing the other films, but. The second trailer that came out was like, okay, here's our John Connor played by, ooh, that guy from Pet Cemetery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oof. Yeah. It's like when you say Kyle Chandler, my brain kind of fizzles out a little bit of what he looks like. Um, no, no shame to Friday Night Lights. But um, in Terminator Genesis, they, Jason Clark, thank you, they show that, like, oh, he's in the future past. You know, the future <laughs> past being the future where we came from, but it's the past. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, he's in the different future where our Sarah Connor and Kyle Reese are time traveling now. And you're yeah. like, oh, God. Mm-hmm. And he, we find out he's a Terminator. And you're like, why did you do this? Yeah. Why did you why did you choose to tell this specific spoiler from the movie? Yeah. But like for like because you know like that there it had to be a a studio head that said that. Yes. Not the director, no one in the production or the actors were like we should have said this. We yeah. should have kept this under wraps. And it's such a big bummer that they did that and I think that's one of the mo- the most disappointing trailers I've ever hold seen. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me throw this out there. Because knowing that does not make that movie any better. What if they kind of knew they had a woof on their hands? So, like, this is the only way people are going to come and see. Is the, is to promise, like, a crazy twist. Um, yeah, but they could have done that with, like, off-screen stuff where it's like, wait, you? You know, did, classic did I, have, trailers. I told, have I ever told you uh, my experience with that movie? No. Uh, uh, we were watching, my wife and I were watching Inside Out. Great, movie. Um, great Fantastic. Pixar movies have Re- great trailers. Yeah, really. And their movies are almost across the board really great. Uh, barring a, a one or two stinkers, um, but the it cut out like near the end, like right when uh, <laughs> right when what's the imaginary friend? 
uh, in that movie that, that oh, like, I thought you were talking about Terminator. No, no, I was like, no, 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 um, no, no. Uh, Bebop, Boop, Boop, yeah, Bing right. Bong, yeah, yeah, Bing, Bing Bong. Went right when he's oh, sorry, the other made up sound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is correct. <laughs> uh, right when he's uh, he's going away, the movie cut out, and uh, oh no, it, like it was one of those like we had to evacuate the theater and all that stuff, and they're like, well, you can go to this later showing. You know what I mean? We're not going to rewind it. You can go to a later showing or whatever. So we're like, oh, I guess we got time to kill before that. And we got a, they also gave us like a, a ticket, like a free ticket to come back later. So we knew, I think the options were Terminator or Jurassic World, but actually we kind of wanted to see Jurassic World. So it's like, let's, so we sat in a Terminator for the first like half of the movie. And then Inside Out, or we, it hurt our moment to be an Inside Out. So we're like, well, let's go, we're going to go back to Inside Out. Um, and that's, I, that is all I've ever seen of that movie, of Genesis. How far did you get? But about to that reveal, the Jason Clark reveal. You want to know the ending? Yeah, uh, I think I looked it up, and I still don't remember. Oh, don't worry. Yeah. Um, so they get to a different future where Jason. Clark... Did you watch it or did you look? Oh, it up? I've watched okay. the whole. Th- I watched the whole thing. Redbox mm-hmm. release. Yeah, yeah. So I brought that home. I was sick, and so I was watching. I'm like, oh sweet Christ, perfect um, sick movie. So I probably watch it on a plane. That's one of my plane movies. They, yeah, see, yeah. That's where I watch Independence Day too. Yeah. God damn it, that movie sucks. It, and it, it hurts my feelings to think about. It. I haven't seen it, but it, hurts it my, blows. Yeah. Uh, but anyways. Terminator Genesis. Yeah, you get uh, Jason Clark comes back in time, and he's kind of been there for a little bit, and yeah. then goes pick, picks up his mom and mm-hmm. his dad. Yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> his yeah. Dad, yeah, dad friend, and um, and then you get the reveal. But he's been running. He now runs like Skynet. Yeah, and he has been like creating the T twos, mm-hmm. like Goopy, the your Goopy, yeah, yeah. Um, Terminators, and he's kind of that, but kind of something new and kind of blah blah blah. And they blow him up, they kill him. They have, so mom has to kill the son, and you think, and it's really him. It is really him because in the future past, uh-huh. Matt Smith is like a an embodiment of Skynet and touches him and converts his body into oh, a computer okay. and controls him and sends him back in time. I have no reason, I have no idea why, yeah. uh, but he did, and. Uh, he dies, and then you think Arnold Schwarzenegger's dead, but then he like kicks down the door. and He's like, "Ah, look, I will be back." Yeah. And then he's like, "And I got an upgrade too." And then all of a sudden, the goop comes out of his hand. And he regrows a hand back, and you're like, "Wait, why does why does he get to control them now?" And he's like, "Guess, I guess we got a future now." And then all three of them make out, and then it ends. I don't know the exact ending after that, but he when he comes back in, he's like, "I got a few tricks of my sleeve," and like his arm grows back with the space goop, and you're like. Yeah, this movie fucking blows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the Terminator killer at the end, uh, or sorry, the Predator the killer. killer at the end of Predator. Jeez, God, that did you hear blew. about all the all the uh, things they talked about doing? Yeah, yeah. Like at one point, it was supposed to be Sigourney Weaver from Alien. You're like, <sighs> what? Shh, bad. Everything bad. <laughs> the bad only movie. the only good option, and he didn't want to do it because it was just a cameo. Was Arnold Schwarzenegger? Yeah, yeah. That's like okay. It doesn't help the movie. The mm-hmm. movie's still what it is. But anyway, that movie bad. Terminator. Uh, so I, I want to know from you, Sam. What is your thought on uh, trailer and spoilers? Spoilers and trailers. Uh, you know what? I think you got to have uh, it, there. There's some something to be said about brand loyalty when you look at like Avengers Endgame trailer. Like mm-hmm. I'll tell you what. Definitely didn't notice that a lot of that footage was just in Infinity War. <laughs> like yeah, nebula yeah. shots, Thor shots, a lot of stuff is you're hiding a lot of yeah. surprises. But they, I, there's so much loyalty and that this is the end of a, a saga yeah. of films. You know, like yeah. the, you have enough, there's enough uh, there for you to just kind of watch the trailer. Just know like you're going to get some cool moments and uh, it's going to be the end for some of our characters. Yeah. That's it. So that being said, I think... The KGR, you can be the better. I think you can show some stunts, but you don't have to show the conclusion of them. That's why, like, most Fast and Furious movies are like two cars collide, yeah. and, but, and then the, the characters fly out the windshield, and right before they punch, that's when you get the credit, the, the title card, because you get enough. Yeah. You get enough of what, what's yeah. going to happen. Um, but at the same time, if you're having a little, if it's a little murky when it comes to how audiences are reacting to, like, test footage or initial trailers, you do need to make some calls about maybe you do need to be a little bit ballsier with revealing things. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I just, I, I think it's a case by case basis, which of course, but if you kind of boil it down to a single verdict, I think be cagier. Be, yeah. be cagier with what you have. Um, the whole movie is a treat and experience uh, uh, on its own. And while there are some studies that, yes, they do show that some spoilers do help entice yeah. people to go to the theater, um, pick your couple stunts. 
don't do any big reveals. Um, we'll go see the movie anyways. I think Thor Ragnarok, while it would have been cool to hide Hulk, yeah. showing him and then hiding the fight yeah. is a good example of like you can show a little bit of the surprises but then pull back. Can I tell you one of the probably one of the greatest surprises I've ever had. I think this pertains to trailers I've ever had in a movie. Probably. Go for it. Uh, Gone Girl. Have you ever seen Gone Girl? No, but I do know what that movie is. Yeah. yeah. Do you know you know the twist? Mm-hmm. Blue my mind because the trailer sets up one thing the first half of a movie is one thing and then when they do the rug pull you're like because it because it plays with you know how the story goes we've all it's it's baked into the dna of the american cinematic experience this like murder mystery deal and like oh did the husband there's there's lifetime movies about there's the whole thing and so playing into you know what this is and then saying never mind no you don't it it was it was incredible and is that who's the director on that? Dave Fincher. Okay, there you go. Which he did. Who did the the Fight Club twist? And I will say this about twists: um, twists don't matter if your movie's not any good. Like, right, be, on. Uh, yeah, I mean, for those bad ones, and it's good one. And see that, but the other, the flip side is, I knew before I saw Fight Club, I knew the twist in that. Before I saw Old Boy, I knew the twist in that. Before I saw Unbreakable or Sixth Sense, I knew the twist in those. And all those movies still held up when I saw them. Oh yeah, Sixth Sense, like you knew, you knew for like twenty years before you went saw so yeah, movie yeah, yeah. because immediately people were talking about it. And the it, movie still, and it, do, it doesn't matter because the the movie around it isn't isn't predicated on that twist happening. Mm-hmm. The movie is still good even if you know Unbreakable. I kind of knew the twist yeah. going into it, and that was a really nice. Even when you realize that you're like, "Oh, you knew your your antagonist is capable, but you didn't know how capable." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think uh, honestly, one of his bet two best twists were split at the end because all of a sudden yeah, it, it changed the rules. I knew about that one. Which, I didn't know which but. that it doesn't it doesn't change the movie, but it, it does make you like. What a cool experience it would have been if I hadn't known. Yeah, yeah. it was. Uh, it, the theater was exploding. It was very fun. Yeah. But also, uh, the visit doesn't get enough credit. It's a yeah, solid. It's great. It's a solid like low budget yeah. horror movie that's really simple. It's yeah. a really simple idea, and you're like, it's also kind of funny. It's yeah. like yeah, it, very it, funny. It's it's. I, I think it's meant to make you feel like what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what are we looking at? Also, with horror movies, it plays off of. I think some of the best horror movies play off real tangible fears get out the visit um uh hereditary uh the witch those primal stuff where it's like let's this is a good transition one of the big trailers we got this week is um it chapter two and one of the issues i had with it that i'm concerned i will have with chapter two is its version of scary is uh uh-oh this doesn't pennywise look creepy and he does that is not unless you connect that and there is room to do it to more visceral tangible fears i personally as an audience member not really that scared Mm. like it still bums me out the scene with georgie should be terrifying but pennywise is always bugging out it just makes georgie look kind of stupid like oh he's a he is like a seven-year-old yeah but like as a seven-year-old I'm not sticking my hand down there. You don't know what the world was like in 19... Ooh, it was almost the 90s. <laughs> yeah, and, and I think it would be... I think it would have been scarier if you could see yourself... If Pennywise is so alluring that you could see yourself doing that because that... it makes Then it makes you think of all the stupid things you did do as a kid and you're like, oh, that could have been me. That's scary. You know what I mean? Um, but I will say the stuff I did like about it, like the the especially the stuff at the at the end where you see Pennywise's lair, all that like big blockbuster stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the elements of that I think will be, be cool in this movie. But what did you think about the It Chapter Two trailer? Oh, I'm on board. The uh, the it it. I'll give you this one, gang. Okay, here's a little... Mm-hmm. Your dad's here with a little bit of advice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're of drinking age, a beer goes a long way with making you more jumpy in movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, yeah, we're was not endorsing... Which we saw? Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. I ate you that and, movie. Yeah, you uh, and Whitney. And and I think it was Philip Ball, like, almost falling out of your chairs. You're and like, stuff. Yeah. oh, yeah, on a rewatch... It changed. Yeah. <laughs> Opinions changed. Overall, I liked a lot of the things I saw in that movie. Yeah. Overall opinion changed of that movie. Um, beer did not fix Bye Bye Man, by the way. <laughs> beer did not <laughs> fix that. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. It, it didn't did fix not. that. No, and also doesn't fix movies. It just makes you a little bit more jumpy. You're able to, you're still able to like analyze it unless you're like blackout drunk. Don't do that. Mm. Anyways, I'm on a tangent. Yeah. Uh, uh, going into it and having, uh, I watched it a couple times in theaters and I still feel the same way. I, I, I genuinely love the movie. I think it does, a, I think it does the best it can with a, 
what is it like a five thousand page book or something? Yeah. Like, it's like two thousand pages. It's, it's, it's a chunker. It, it is. It is a hefty one, and it goes along. It's it's hard to parse it out to find a film in there. And I think they're doing a good job with doing two parts of, and following the lives of these children as they deal with the trauma of something like this. And so, uh, overall, everyone in that film, in it, like I, I bought it, I bought everyone's reactions. I bought the story and I was on board. So with it, chapter two, seeing all these characters come back together, I think I had a little bit of trouble connecting with like, Oh, they all don't look like the kids, except yeah. for like Bill Hader. Kind of looks like Finn Wolfhard a little bit. Yeah, and James McAvoy I think has similar hair too. That's the oh, sorry, too. Jessica Chastain looks the most because they have similar hair and like, kind of like the, the guy. Oh, dang it! I wish I knew the kids' names better. Oh, uh, here, I'll help you yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, is it the Old Spice guy? Because he looks. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah um, they do, uh, um, I think that's no, it's Isaiah Mustafa. Um, uh, he's great. Um, and and I, the way they did him because he looks one way in the Old Spice ads, and it's like oh you kind of look like a dad in this uh-huh. like uh, and I like, like that yeah yeah because it's like in the Old Spice he's like he, he's comes across as like the sexiest man in the world and it's like oh it's just him um, and then the uh, guy that plays the adult version of the bigger boy oh yeah I was I was surprised like okay I, in the eyes maybe a little bit I can see that I'm um, looking, looking, looking. It's not but it. it's a good cast. It's a good cast, and I think um, I think it will do what it needs to do. What do you think about? I don't know if we had a chance to talk about this. So there's rumors now that Andy Muschietti is going to be uh, directing Flash. Yeah. <laughs> Have you just given up on that movie? Ben. Happening? Ben is the ben. name. Ben. Um, uh, oh, sorry. And it, when, before getting to that, Chapter Two, super on board. I'm, I can't wait for the fears because seeing adults scared is also like kind of adds another layer to it because mm-hmm. kids are innocent, but also adults have a more un, uh, wider understanding and have had about decades to to uh, to process what this is. Yeah, and I'm kind of hoping it, it it takes advantage of that idea of processing uh, being an adult because again, I think the more you connect it to real lived experiences, uh, makes it more visceral. So the idea of like overcoming past trauma. Oh yeah, and yeah. also trying to protect children again yeah. because now you know what this thing's capable of yeah. and you definitely didn't beat it yeah, <laughs> you, yeah, de- yeah. you definitely didn't it ran away from you yeah which is great um it, directing the flash you know that's it, it will be what it'll be and like when it, you know when you threw out james gunn for like guardians of the galaxy like that kind of didn't mean anything to me and yeah. when you say that for flash I'm like this doesn't mean anything to me yeah. also you beat me down <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you beat me down i don't care <laughs> i don't even want you to rush out to make a movie now it's just like just stop for a second yeah just take a breath Hey, Flash, hey, stop hey, for hey, a second. Hey, Flash, T- take a minute and just and take a breath and figure out what you want to do. You know, like it, you guys don't even clearly know what you want to do. You want to do a Flashpoint and reset everything? That's now that people are barely interested in what the story you had before. Yeah. Like talking about general audiences, yep. don't overcomplicate it. Yeah. Just don't. Uh, don't hire all these other actors to play different versions of the characters that they barely know already. Mm-hmm. Just make a movie. Yeah. Shazam, great. Wonder Woman, great. Aquaman, for the people who liked it out I'm there. One. And I'm also, one of them. it made a billion dollars. Yeah. I, this is just me. It didn't click for me. Yeah. It worked. Yeah. I want James Wan to make another one, and yeah. I'll go see it. Yeah. <laughs> That's weird brand loyalty yeah, I have. Yeah, yeah. Um, just make the movie if you want to make the movie. If not, stop. Yeah. Um, but man, I can't wait for that Man of Steel style trailer for the Flash movie because I'm gonna be mm-hmm. like, and that's why I fucking love that. Yeah, 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 that's yeah. why that dude fucking rules. Yeah. I mean, he also has a top grossing tv show for the cw so it's kind of well known yeah, yeah. um but in that it's just like barry believe in yourself uh, pick up your legs <laughs> for once just pick up your legs you're gonna trip more if you don't pick up your legs <laughs> um and that's the tagline from the flash you're gonna trip more if you don't you pick, pick up, up your, your legs your dang legs and also i want to see i'm getting off i'm getting off track there um you know, I, the It Chapter 2 trailer did do something for me. Uh, Danny Boy in the chat, I believe they're doing a Witcher, they're doing a Witcher panel right now and they're announcing oh stuff. So I keep I keep refreshing to look at just to see if something breaks yeah. while we're up here. Cuz then we could pause, watch it and then come back and yeah, keep yeah, yeah. talking. Yeah, yeah, we did um, we do have that Brandon Routh is going to be playing Superman as well as Adam in the Crisis of Infinite Earths crossover, which is exciting. It's it's so cool. I need Brandon Routh as the Adam mm-hmm. riding on the shoulder of Brandon Routh as Superman. And then they make out. And then they make out. I yeah. put that in the Discord. They got to make out. They got to make out. Them's, kiss. them's the rules we were talking about before. Like, we need... Just give us a Green Lantern. You know what? Uh, you know what? It would be great. Yeah. What I want more than that is... You said Tyler Hecklin and, and Lois Lane, Bitsy Tuluk, uh, yeah. Tuluk, uh, they, they're pregnant. They're having a kid. 
do time dilation bullshit and bring uh, yep. John Kent over and have like a Superboy, yep. young Superboy. That'd be so cool. I would lose. I would poop my pants, <laughs> yeah. and I want it. And also, there's no way we're not getting Tom Welling as Superman. There's no way on any infinite earth that he's not showing up. But hold on to it. Hold on to it as long as you can. Yeah, as long see, as talking you about can. spoilers. I I was telling Sam before that when I was a kid. There, the, the big event that happened when I was a kid was um, Zero Hour, which nobody knows or cares about now. But um, there's a Superman cover where Superman is surrounded by, at the time, like every version of Batman that is, had existed up until that point. And as a kid, the idea of it blew my mind. Like the, just this because you start seeing like Frank Miller draws them one way, uh, Kelly Jones draws them this other way with the biggest ears imaginable, uh, the original costume, all that stuff is like this is amazing. I want this to give me that feeling. So yes, please as many as you can. So if it's Tyler Hecklin, Brandon Routh, and Tom Welling, me I don't know who would be, but maybe throwing another Superman. If you can get a shot with as many Supermen as you can get, Dean Kane. Yeah, uh, but but like like that would that would be amazing. That would be really cool. Uh, you know that you know they're gonna CW's gonna put a good amount of money behind this because yeah. it's 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 big the big deal. one. It's the big one. It's you what know, you're Christ leading to. Earth is, this is your end game. Yeah, oh, that's crazy. We're getting that in the same year. Yeah, as that which good. Right did up. you did you see that it was it, it's gonna split the difference? The first three episodes are in 2019, and the last two are in 2020. What? Yeah, I, yeah. There's five episodes. It's five episodes. Is it so? Wait, we got. Let me just count really quick. Flash Arrow. I don't know if it works that way with the three-two thing. I don't know. But like taking up nights, you know, like yeah. Flash Arrow, Batwoman, Batwoman, Black Lightning, Supergirl. I don't think Black Lightning is a part of it. So I think That'd it's so I think dumb. it's Arrow, Flash, um, Legends. Supergirl, Legends, Batwoman. You have to have Black Lightning in it. There's n- at least he might take one of his episodes, but he should at least show up. And honestly, to make it feel as big as possible, like put him in thunder and uh, lightning. But and also. Titan, get Robin in there. Or if he's at Nightwing at this point, get him in there. Get some of the Doom Patrol in there. Maybe throw in Swamp Thing. Maybe that's the only time we get to see Constantine and Swamp Thing hang out is in this crossover. You call your friend, call Swamp Thing. Yeah, seriously. I mean, just go big. Uh, so I don't know how, but also we do have to think that all those actors cost money. All of them. Yeah. And we didn't know, we learned that like, uh, like when they, we've heard like kind of rumblings from behind the scenes like basically if a main cast member which like main leading or supporting yeah. shows up on another show they don't get the guest spot rate they yeah. get their rate on a different show that night so good for them yeah but the studio that's expensive yeah you remember when barry showed up in this season of arrow when he ran really fast as a yes. blur and left oh thanks barry <laughs> thanks barry we don't can't hear you the calm went out sorry thanks so much we've got bad uh static on this line now, you know what though uh they they do have some pretty cool ads when it comes to these these events mm-hmm. um even though cw ads usually aren't the best speaking of trailers uh, yeah they're not super strong but you know i think we're winding down now Should we, if there's before big before we if, wrap but if there's big comic-con announcements don't worry stay tuned we'll talk about it checking out you can follow sam at sam basher uh and you can follow me at dj talks trash every place that matters or us at only stupid answers got the from stupid. uh before we wrap i feel like it were remiss if we're talking about trailers the be the biggest trailer of of them all mm-hmm. was cats cats was that a comic-con yeah. or did it just happen at the same Comic-Con. time so there's an audience. It's that what saw the that. C in Comic Con stands, and this SDCC stands for. It's, and there was an audience there for that, right? It was like it was it was in front of a crowd of people. This is what I'll say. Yes. The original idea of cats always kind of confused me and made me scared as a kid. <laughs> so when you said they're making a fair. movie, I, I got scared. Yeah. And then I read what the story of cats is, and I got more scared yeah. as an adult because it's extremely confusing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the entire project seems very weird, and. Uh, I think it, it is worth talking about that. I just don't know if this, it, you know, you can't knock that this was a popular long running series on Broadway. Yeah. It one was. of the most, right? It is, it is, it is iconic. Yes. And so there's no way it doesn't ever get, you know, adapted to the screen. Mm-hmm. I think the most upsetting thing is that you don't see one cat anus ever and that's just unrealistic and now it's I not can't. how cats work that's, that's not how that's cats, not how cats work. work nick kroll has a joke about like that like no matter what angle like it, it's like 50 50 yeah. of what you see on a cat yeah, yeah, yeah. ever face butthole yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh so this is the um this is the official synopsis of the movie are you ready for this mm-hmm. a tribe of cats called the jellicles must decide <laughs> year 
<laughs> must decide yearly which one will ascend to the heaviside layer and come back to a new jellical life. Listen, I'm, there's a lot. There's a lot to unpack with this trailer. I feel like some of my personal issues are baked right into the premise. They're just, they're just right. They're, they're not, they're not bugs. They're features as, as some would say, I will say this. Jennifer Hudson uh, does a song in there and she's so gosh dang talented that it almost overcomes the weird design choices. Hey, you know, you got Judy Dench in there. Yeah. Uh, you got, uh, you got, uh, Ian McKellen. Yeah. I just, um, don't forget Kevin Drulo. <laughs> Jason Derulo. Oh sure, yeah. I mean, him, whatever. Him too. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what, gang? That all. Here's what I'll say. Yeah, is that it, some musical theater? While I'm a big fan of it, just isn't for me. Yeah. Man, do, you, do you think? All alone in the do, you, do you think? Uh, how do you think this is going to do with general audiences? I think we've seen the reaction. Have we though? Because uh, people people can be snarky as they want on Twitter, and they will still go see it, and they still go will spend money. You know. You know, I think it, we still are a ways out for it to be there. It, it, mm-hmm. it, you know what? Here, I'll, you know what I can do? Yeah. I don't think it was a good trailer. Yeah, I don't yeah, think, yeah. flat out, so, I don't think but, it was a so good trailer. So what could have made it a better trailer, you think? I think telling any of the story, but also there might be just an overall fault with that. This is a weird one. Yeah. And it could just be trying to appeal to people who have seen it before or just happen to miss like a Broadway performance of Cats and they're like, well, now you can go see the movie. And now you have the movie. You can watch can that. I, can I make a suggestion? Yeah. Have them pick a direction. I'm going to pick one. I would say either make them look more like cats or more like people. I would say more like people and just have them wear for clothes and have them have ears maybe. And you can make the ears look more realistic and then maybe a sense of the fur. But it's it's basically a little closer to what Idris Elba's got going on. Where You know what? And have their ears on the spot of the body that they are on humans. But maybe just give them little points, little Vulcan points. Mm-hmm. And, and so it's just people, but they're cats. And you, and you call it because this weird in-between where it's like they're wearing fur skin suits. But it is what the play is. And I'm saying there might be some things just inherent in the play that aren't for DJ over here. No, same. But In the Heights is coming out soon, and that's not going to get a trailer at Comic Con, but I am excited mm-hmm. for that musical to, yeah. get, to get on the big screen. Yeah. So that's, uh, I just don't think it was a good trailer, and mm-hmm. I think it's way too long of a trailer. Yeah. It's like three minutes, and you're just like, we're just seeing everything. Oh, it was we? also the Maverick trailer, which was like, a, hey, remember? Top, uh, yeah, Top Gun. Yeah. Oh, it, Top Gun. It, Top Gun Maverick. I, yeah. think, I think you're understanding it just a little bit. One, Tom Cruise is very old. <laughs> and no, not, not, not knocking it. He's yeah. more fit than I've ever been in my entire life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But second, I he do. He could still knock you out. You need, <laughs> I think it, the, uh, credit where credit's due, the cinematography in that, you strapping a camera onto a, a jet like that isn't just the same as like duct taping a <laughs> DSLR to the hood of your car. Like that, there are very specific decisions they're making when it comes to the stunts yeah. and to how they're capturing it. So that part of it, super on board with. Let's see if there's a story that, happens to back that up yeah it, it is i've never seen like, top gun there better same. be a god dang you never seen top gun no, i've never seen top gun i can throw that to you yeah, because yeah. i have I, su- people have such a low expectation of what i've yeah, seen yeah, yeah. i've seen iron giant yeah <laughs> i've seen good burger yeah but <laughs> i saw the hey arnold movie and the doug movie suck it suck it no it yeah it's weird to be like hey maverick you're old as shit why are you still flying around jets like an idiot it's it's like wow that's it is weird. Shouldn't he have retired at this point? If he's not getting promoted. He's a maverick. Like, <laughs> he's a maverick. You don't even know. He's a maverick. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't mind it. Uh, and last thing I'll say, uh, well, you, you threw out some criticism towards uh, the King's Man trailer. That oh, yeah, I sure did. It wasn't for Comic-Con. I'll give you this. Yeah. Action, it looked dope. Ray Fiennes in a movie where he gets to play a gentleman spy, that sounds like a pretty goddamn good pitch. Mm-hmm. And while Kingsman 2, really, I'll give it a whiff. <laughs> yeah. It whiffed it, and it, it really didn't utilize the cool parts of there being American League, and yeah. you had Channing Tatum and Jeff Bridges, I forgot and Halle in that Berry. Movie. God. Yeah. And you, you whiffed it a lot, even though Ellen John was great. I still like the first one a lot. I yeah. still like the first one a lot. So doing The King's Man and having none of the same characters, telling a different story. I like Matthew Vaughn as a director. I'm on board with it. You do not feel the same. No. No. <laughs> no. no. I, the Kingsman movies have always made me feel a little icky. I get what you're talking yeah, about, yeah, and yeah, I don't yeah. disagree. Uh, there's cool moments. 
um, specifically the church fight scene. Um, so cool. Uh, but it's not enough for me to be feel like in on it, in on what it's trying to do. And so like Ray Fiennes is great. You know what I mean? It's this, I don't know, like it's this one of our just lauded prestigious British actors training the doughiest white boy we can find. The doughiest. Yeah, and it's like, I don't. He's what mannequins are based on. <laughs> yeah, and so it's like, I don't know, man. I, I, I could be cool. Uh, I'm, I would like to see Matthew Vaughn maybe try different things. Uh, yeah, you know. Do, jump to a different franchise. Do something else. Do a crossover. Kingsman meet. X-Men. Too late. Oof. Wait, is this a fuck? Does yeah, they own this now? Yeah. Weird. Disney signed off on this. No, they didn't. That's they not how it works. Yeah, yeah. But gang, uh, let us know what kind of trailers have really stuck with you and which ones, for better or worse. Yeah. And from Comic-Con, let us know what you're most excited about. We were thinking about waiting until Sunday to do this uh, podcast episode. That just can't happen yeah you know sdcc we're, we're you should too, have called us up next time. we're too big an organization at this point to move no. this ship around or some of us already have obligations for babysitting so they mm-hmm. couldn't get away from that so. one or the other one, one or, the, or other. the other but gang make sure you check out patreon.com slash only stupid answers we're doing anime reviews we've got stuff over at only stupid youtube.com slash might be awesome and uh, only stupid answers i know it's a lot but suck it up <laughs> <laughs> just kidding that sounded aggressive and um i fold pretty quick when yeah. anyone <laughs> throws aggression my way Challenge. Yeah, no, <laughs> crumple like paper, <laughs> like wet paper. Yeah. So, uh, you know, with that, uh, five-star reviews, please, so I can keep on going in this life. You know what I mean? And, uh, you know, give shows, send DJ some positive thoughts on uh, Twitter. His his house is falling apart. <laughs> give, give him some love. And also let us know what animes we should watch. There you go. Uh, at DJ Talks Trash, at Sam Basher, at Only Stupid Answers. You can get the bells from stupid. And we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.